Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust. Member FDIC. Central Arkansas Truck and Trailer. Live from the Hogs Meat Market Studios, this is Out of Bounds. The game slowed down a lot, so, you know, uh, I feel like this year, you know, we're going to see me coming off, you know, some pick and rolls, um, you know, handling it a lot more, um, you know, handling it with confidence. Uh, and I feel like I definitely feel like I shoot it better. Um, you know, last year, I, know I felt like I, you know, I shot it all right, but I can definitely shoot better than that. And, you know, I've had time to sit back and work on my mechanics, so, you know, so it's going to be a great yeah, yeah. With John Neighbors. Every time you put a mic in my face, I'm going to say Arkansas. And Joe Franklin. We won't go into shell. We won't go into attack mode because that's what's required. On 1037 The Buzz. of SEC Media Days is presented by First Security Bank. Bank better at First Security. Welcome in Out of Bounds from the Hogs Meat Market Studio. Joe Franklin, John Neighbors at SEC Basketball Media Days in Birmingham. And I uh, got a chance to hear from some of the Razorback men's basketball players yesterday. And we're going to play some of that sound today. But also... It's uh, women's basketball today at SEC Basketball Media Days. So we're going to get a chance to catch up with Coach Mike Neighbors and some of the players on the team. And, uh, John, how's it going so far? Man, it's going pretty good, actually. Just sitting here uh, out in the media area. Actually got some rain here in Birmingham. But so far it's been uh, another crazy day here at Media Days and have a lot of the women's basketball teams that have been going through so far. And, you know, uh, Mike Neighbors is going to be going in the 3 o'clock hour, roughly, uh, with his players. But the afternoon is pretty chock full, actually, this weekend. Cause, listen, it's, it's, a, it's always going to be full no matter what because you've got to get all the teams in in the SEC. But uh, I was just sitting here and saw Don Staley walk in uh, just a second ago right in front of me, uh, the South Carolina women's basketball coach. And Kim Mulkey's going to be going right after Mike Neighbors and the LSU players. Of course, Angel Reese. I don't know if anyone's heard of her. She's pretty big deal. Uh, she's going to be going this afternoon, too, so it's going to be a busy one, but it's been, once again, a, a really great time and a lot of fun to, to be out here and talking a little basketball, both men's and women's. Dawn Staley making the round. She was at the WNBA Finals last night, and Las Vegas Aces were able to win, and one of her uh, former players, Aja Wilson, was the star. She's been a star for quite a while now, but she was Finals MVP, and they were able to become back-to-back champs and finish that off so she was there last night and now in Birmingham today yeah she's just one of those larger than life uh, personalities in fact I'm seeing her right now on the SEC network set uh talking with uh, Peter Burns and you know yeah she's she's one of those that you know with women's basketball and the way that the sport has grown especially over the past uh few years even and with NIL and, and all of that it's really been a game changer and so she's definitely one of those that's had a lot of success and won championships but you know the way that she's able to promote the program and indirectly promote women's basketball in general uh, it's kind of like a, an Eric Musselman type thing where when you see her out in in the stands and, and being there at games and sporting events and the camera goes over to her and she's getting pictures taken and everything uh, that just not only promotes her and promotes her program, but just women's basketball in general, and especially at the college level, which, uh, as we we talk about with NIL and everything, and someone like an Angel Reese, for instance, it's amazing the uh, the type of production that they can put in for finances, but also just the amount of attention that can be brought in for the sport itself. Yeah, it is amazing, um, and it kind of took off last year. Like women's basketball has been on the map for a while, though, because of UConn, Tennessee some of those programs that have had a lot of success but it's been spread out quite a bit more here recently but last year with uh caitlin clark 
and then you know the kind of that rivalry that started with LSU it, it really just took off where people paid attention to the national championship game they were paying attention to the final four leading into that because LSU was able to get that upset over South Carolina and you're talking about two teams that are in the same conference that are at the top of women's college basketball in South Carolina and LSU and we know that that's a rivalry that's going to kind of go on for a while because of those coaches and Don Staley and Kim Mulkey. We know that they're going to be able to recruit the best players and, and get them to campus, and that's going to be something to watch for quite a while, but you won't be able to count out UConn. And then, uh, of course, Tennessee being in the same conference, and that's kind of the, the top of the SEC when you think about Tennessee, South Carolina, LSU on the women's basketball side. Well, if you look at the predicted order of finish that the media had, it, it's exactly what you said. You have LSU as number one preseason, no surprise. South Carolina number two, no surprise. And Tennessee at number three. So it's pretty top-heavy, and it always has been for the most part. But there were times where some of the middle-of-the-pack teams would be able to, to make some noise and uh, to get up there. We know Texas A&M under Gary Blair had a lot of success uh, winning a national championship. We know that Georgia has had success in that, and that's for Mississippi State and everything. But... Uh, you know, it kind of goes to the to the whole question of Arkansas, which again, Mike Neighbors will be here later. But how is Arkansas going to fit into the mold? They were picked to finish sixth this year, which is about right. They have a lot of key contributors coming back. I think that even Coach Neighbors would admit last year was a little bit of a disappointment. But he, he's looking to, to take that next step, too. Are they going to be there with LSU, South Carolina, Tennessee? Probably not. But can they be a team that not only does well in the SEC, but does well enough to get to the NCAA tournament? And when they get to the NCAA tournament, can they win some games? That's kind of the next step. And I think that's really surprising uh, with Mike Neighbors, who I think has done a great job so far at Arkansas. But, you know, when he was at Washington, Joe, he, he went to the NCAA tournament in his second year, uh, lost in the first round. But then the next year, he went to the Final Four. And then in the next year, he went to the Sweet 16. So pretty high success there in just short stint in Washington. And at Arkansas, definitely got it going. But they've had nothing but NCAA tournament first-round exits. He's only been twice, and both times they lost. Last year, they made it to the great eight of the WNIT. So will Mike Neighbors, will this, will this team be able to take the step getting back to the tournament, but also having some success in it? Because as we know, it, it's great to do things in the regular season, and it's great to do things in the, even in the SEC tournament. But until you start doing things in the big NCAA tournament and start advancing in that, uh, people are uh, going to get a little bit frustrated and not seeing the results translate into the postseason. Also, in mentioning Mike Neighbors, Coach Mike Neighbors at Arkansas, his, he was at Washington before mentioning that. So there was connection to the WNBA Finals and the WNBA Champions, Las Vegas Aces. Kelsey Plum, who was one of the best college basketball players at the time, he was at Washington, coached her. She even spent some time on the staff at Arkansas, and she's a part of the Aces and was able to win those back-to-back championships also. So not only Don Staley had the connection with the Vegas Aces, but Coach Mike Neighbors. Yeah, that was that's an awesome thing too. And uh, you know, just the the connections we see in the coaching carousel and the uh, the coaching whole lifestyle that some of these coaches have is is pretty fascinating. You know, and, and Coach Neighbors, uh, for p- people who may not know, obviously the Arkansas connections that he has, but you know, he was a he was a head coach at Bentonville High School. You know, and in Cabot High School for for a few years in the '90s, and him going to Tulsa and Colorado, and then coming back to Arkansas and being at Xavier, being at Washington. I mean, there, there's a lot of connections that are there, and of course under Gary Blair, which uh, ended up going to A and M, but the high level success that he had, it's just amazing how you you have those connections, and then into the WNBA, you mentioned uh, Kelsey Plum. Just that's the type of stuff that if if you're Mike Neighbors and you have those connections and being able to recruit and some of the the fine players that you had and uh, the talent that you were able to develop, those are those are things that can get you the big time players and the big time recruits. I know it's always about NIL, as we know, in a lot of categories, especially in uh, a sport like women's basketball, seeing how much uh, some of these girls have been able to make on it. But at the end of the day, recruiting is still about development. It's still about getting better, and it's still about winning a championship. And I think that Mike Neighbors has a lot of those pieces and a lot of those attributes to get there. It's just a matter of can they get enough pieces and can they put it all together in the tournament to be able to make that next step. There were so many connections on display last night. Remember how it was such a big offseason story about Darren Waller going from the Raiders and now he's with the Giants. And he and Kelsey Plum got married over the summer and they were in the same city because they were both playing for Vegas. Then he gets traded away. Well, last night, they're playing against the New York Liberty, so they're where Darren Waller is playing for New York, 
and he's in town in, in New York, and they were able to, he was able to check out the game and see the Vegas Aces and see his wife win a championship, but also the fact that Mark Davis owns the Raiders and he owns the Aces, so you know that they probably crossed paths where Darren Waller ran into Mark Davis. Now, that didn't seem to be the problem before. It seemed to be more of a problem with uh, Josh McDaniels and Darren Waller. So, you know, I'm not sure that there's anything bad going on there, but you know that they did cross paths last night. Yeah, I did see that uh, Instagram post about him, too, and, and just discussing it. I thought that was so, so kind of cool. You know, again, it goes to the connections and how uh, it's such a small world and, and knowing as far as the ownership goes and players and everything. But it, it is, too, uh, pretty interesting, Joe, where I was talking with some of the media members here uh, last night and even a little bit today. If you think about just, you know, in college basketball, men's basketball, for instance, you know, college basketball is there. you gotta, you got to be there for at least one year or at least be removed from high school from one year. And then you can go in the league, and that's what everyone wants to do because that's where you make the big money. That's where, uh, you know, it, it's, it's more watched. It's more followed. There, it, it's the dream. But I've always just wondered now with women's basketball, which, again, it has grown and it has uh, been something that's gotten a lot more attention to pay to it. Is it still something to where people may want to stay in college a little bit longer? Are there more opportunities than maybe said for the WNBA? Because they do, do, they do get paid. They do have professional contracts and all that. But maybe the, the incentive to be big in college and to you know, make the NIL in some cases may be something that's better off staying there as long as you can and making the most of it, and then once your career's over in college, going to the WNBA. That's exactly why Angel Reese is still in school at LSU, because she is making the most of the opportunities that are there, and it's been known that on the WNBA level, a lot of these players, they play overseas. We saw that with the situation with Brittany Griner, and uh, you know how bad that that got for her, but it was a reflection on the fact that the women's basketball players, they not only play here in the States, but they do play all over the world. And, um, and that's something that maybe they've tried to fix here recently where they were able to um, increase the, the salary cap and increase the salaries in the WNBA. But, yeah, it definitely benefits these players to stay in college. And someone else that got a championship last night with the Vegas Aces that just keeps adding two championships, Tom Brady. Tom Brady is a, hmm. uh, is a stakeholder in the Las Vegas Aces, so he got another championship along the way. Well, that's good. That's good. You know, Tom Brady has really been running short of those championships, even uh, though he's retired and not playing anymore. Uh, but, you know, it's funny you bring that up. I also was thinking about that and, and Tom Brady and just athletes in general because when we talked about it yesterday of Caleb Williams and you know wanting an ownership stake and reportedly wanting that and just the, the humor behind it there's some players out there that they just they just are able to be not only great players and athletes and all that but just great minds of greatness like Tom Brady you know get, getting to the point where hey things I got ownership in they're winning championships the guy just doesn't know how to not win championships and win titles and not only is the greatest uh, quarterback to ever play maybe the one of the greatest players to ever play but who knows maybe he could end up being one of the greatest owners or having ownership in different teams ever to own other teams too with that news also yesterday Patrick Mahomes talked about his interest in wanting to have ownership in an NFL team once he's done playing now, he is somebody else that has investments and stakes in, in other organizations, other sports leagues, but it's, um, it's players like that where it's KD, Patrick Mahomes, LeBron. They're all having that same goal in mind and wanting to lead the game from a different standpoint once they're done playing. We're going to come back with more of Out of Bounds after this break, and uh, we'll have more about SEC Basketball Media Days from Birmingham. Stay tuned. First Security Bank presents John Neighbors reporting live from the 2023 SEC Media Days in Birmingham, Alabama. Listen all day for yeah, up-to-the-minute news and information. This is Sports Center. The Houston Astros had to have it last night against the Texas Rangers at Globe Life Field, and they got it. An 8-5 win for the Astros makes the series two games to one in favor of the Texas Rangers. Christian Javier picks up the win. Max Scherzer picks up the loss. Jose Altuve was 2-5 of five last night, as was Jordan Alvarez. The Astros were able to carry a 5-0 lead into the fifth inning, and they're able to hold on the rest of the way. Game number four in that series is to 
tonight at 7 o'clock on Fox Sports 1. The Arizona Diamondbacks will look to gain some momentum against the Philadelphia Phillies as that series shifts out west. It'll be Phillies and D-backs from Chase Field in Phoenix at 4 o'clock today on TDS. The Phillies currently lead the series two games to none. I'm Josh Neighbors for the Buzz Radio Network. This is Pat Bradley, and listen for me weekly on Morning Mayhem, presented by Bradford Marine and ATV with six statewide locations. It's riding season. Visit Bradford Marine and ATV and check out the Can-Am Riker motorcycle. Stop by today for the best in-store inventory and discount prices. View all the inventory online at BradfordMarine.com. Enjoy happy hour at Twin Peaks every Monday through Friday from 2 to 7 with sweet deals like dollar off all wine, liquor, cheap shots, and freezing cold 29-degree draft brews. Feeling snacky? They also have $2 chips and salsa, $4 fried pickles, chips and queso, or mozzarella cheese bites, $6 triple plays, quesadillas, or six boneless wings. Who says booze is the only thing that makes us happy? Score these two good deals Monday through Friday, 2 to 7, and again, late night at Twin Peaks. First Security has been putting our home state first since 1932, helping fellow Arkansans and their families buy homes, grow businesses, and build futures. Today, First Security is still committed to helping you bank better, providing local solutions and local support in the places we love too. It's community banking with people you know and people you know you can count on. First Security. Bank better. FSBank.com. Member FDIC. Back by popular demand. Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville is letting you phone in your down payment this month. Instead of trading your old phone for a new phone, trade your old phone towards a car at Guatney Chevrolet in Jacksonville. This month at Guatney, your old phone qualifies as a down payment allowance. Phone stores just want to trade for the newest model. Trade your phone for a new ride, and we'll give you even more value for your older phone. A current phone equals a $500 down payment payment allowance. Flip phone, $550 down payment allowance. Brick phone, $600 down payment allowance. But bring in grandpa's old bag phone, that's a $700 down payment allowance towards your new ride. Plus, no payments until after New Year's. Everyone has an old phone, and everyone gets approved. 1301 TP White Drive in Jacksonville. 501-982-2102. WatneyChevrolet.com. Chevrolet. Find new roads. At Southern Floor Coating, coatings are all they do, and they won't be beat on price. Factory-trained installers using the purest form of polyurea with UV stability for all your outside projects. When you call, you'll talk with a professional interested in your project, not a voicemail. Don't trust a fly-by-night company that may not be in business next year. Transform your patio, porch, or pool deck and call the real pros at Southern Floor Coating. 501-402-4912 or take a look at southernfloorcoating.com. Jackalope Cycling is passionate about the Arkansas outdoors. To help you enjoy this beautiful state, Jackalope offers an array of bike rentals to get you on the trails. What about fly fishing from a bicycle? You can't do that, but Jackalope also offers fly rods, reels, waders, fly fishing accessories, outdoor and camping gear. Yeah, it'll be tough riding a bicycle and waders. But you can still enjoy the Arkansas outdoors with Jackalope Cycling in Russellville or jackalopecycling.com. Here from Westwood One. Thursday night football comes from the Big Easy when the Saints host the Jaguars. New Orleans is three and three with Derek Carr under center, while Jacksonville is four and two, coming off a win over the Colts last week. Kevin Kugler and Mike Mayock will call the action from the Superdome on air and on the free live stream sponsored by AutoZone on Thursday night football. Right here on 103.7 The Buzz. O'Reilly Auto Parts' new Brake Nest Select Pro brand raises the bar for the best aftermarket domestic brake pads and rotors available. For vehicle-specific friction formulations, quiet tech noise-canceling shims, and stainless steel hardware, choose Brake Nest Select Pro. Professional-grade brakes from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. 
That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger. Because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Check out Hogs Meat Market's monthly specials and meat packages at hogsmeatmarket.com. Hogs Meat Market, the steak people. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Complete, lots of room. Jaden Wilson's got a chance to go inside the 40, inside the 30, to the 20, to the 10. Touchdown, Arkansas. Touchdown, Arkansas. Isaac Tesla threw the home run block. Jaden Wilson scores the touchdown, and they're excited at War Memorial Stadium. On 1037 The Buzz. Everybody, deer season is fast approaching, and when there's no tree in the exact spot to have a good tree stand, use a ground blind instead over at Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart, because they got the ground blind solution with the all-new Rhino 180 see-through blind. Takes ground blind hunting to a whole new level, and this unique two-way mesh system prevents wild game from seeing in while allowing you, the hunter, to see out crystal clear without any obstruction. Rhino 180 see-through blind started just 125 and the ever-so-popular Ameristep Brick House Blind, just $99. It's also nice to know what's going on in your stand, right? Well, you can start seeing the action as it's happening, even when you're not in the woods, with the Tacticam Reveal X-Pro Trail Camera. It's text real-time photos right to your cell phone. And it's also the Tacticam Reveal X-Pro Trail Camera. It's just $149. bucks. you are not getting that deal anywhere else, and it's only going to be at Max Prairie Wings in Stuttgart. So check them out today by heading down to Stuttgart, seeing what they got going on, as well as shopping them online at maxpw.com. No matter what it is for all of your hunting needs, make it Max Prairie Wings your one-stop shop for everything hunting. Happy hunting, folks. Coverage of SEC Media Days is presented by First Security Bank. Bank better at First Security. It's out of bounds from the Hogsmeade Market Studio and SEC Basketball Media Days in Birmingham. Now, uh, it is a Trash Talk Thursday, so if you want to get into the show today, you can call 501-661-1037. Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number, 501-661-1037. Asherica Life and Feedback. We have some Asherica Life and Feedback. Comes from Jacqueline Love, and Jacqueline just simply says, Don Staley and Libby Dunn. So, just talking about uh, some of the people that are involved in college sports. Yeah, yeah, and just the the involvement of all not like non revenue generating sports is kind of what it was always been referred to as. But uh, Joe, it keeps going back to how many sports we see, not only with uh, women's basketball, but with Livy Dunn. Speaking of gymnastics, uh, softball we know has also been been a sport that has really grown, and you know for various reasons. So it's just amazing to see the college game across the board in every facet just growing and, and making more money, which I know it's more about the sport and getting exposure for it, but just being able to, to bring in the financials to go along with it too is, is beneficial for everybody, but especially uh, those sports. It's been awesome. Tyler and Cabot says on the Southern Structural Solutions text line, I don't see any team this year beating LSU and Angel Reese. I mean, <laughs> can't hard to disagree, man. Like they were in just incredible last season, and returning all the players that they do. It's not to say that nobody can't give them a run for their money, but I mean, I'm going on Bet Saracen. I'm putting money down on them. They're they're the favorites for a reason, and uh, I, I don't know if they're going to go undefeated, but if they did, Joe it wouldn't be surprising. And Tyler also he uh, made a note about Haley Van Lith and joining LSU and just adding to the firepower that they already have. Yeah, like, it's, it's the rich get richer. And LSU, whatever it is, and I hate to admit it, uh, I know basketball has gotten their own issues, and men's basketball, I should say, has had their own issues with trying to get over the uh, NCAA hit that they got and uh, trying to, you know, beef things back uh, with Coach McMahon. But you talk about football, you talk about baseball, you talk about women's basketball, you talk about gymnastics. 
LSU, they, they got a monster down there, especially when it comes to NIL and it comes to winning championships across the board. And They're doing a great job with it. And getting Kim Mulkey to be the head coach where she had such a great setup over at Baylor is one of the many reasons why they brought attention to it. So, yeah, they, they got a monster going on over there in almost all their sports. That is the key to it. They'll spend money on coaches, and we know that money is not the end-all, be-all as far as just spending the money, but it, it opens that door where you're bringing in who you feel like is a quality coach that can get the players there that you need for a chance to win. Now, we see that at Texas A&M, it hadn't necessarily worked out the way that they've hoped for or wanted it to, but you have to be willing to spend that type of money to get the coaches that you feel good about getting the players. And, yeah, as you mentioned there, to get Kim Mulkey and uh, give you know bring her back home, so to speak, where she had a lot of success in the state of Louisiana at La Tech, it was just a perfect setup for them. Yeah, because how many times do we hear about coaches that are – at places that you know that they're happy, you, you know that they're just fine and winning championships. But then somebody's like, "Oh, you know, just just pay them a lot of money, and then they'll come to our school." It's like, man, it, it, it's not like that. It, you know, there's a lot of people. It's like if you're winning championships at that particular school at that particular time, why would you want to leave? And you know, there there's something to be said if it's your alum. You know, if you're going back home to a place that you've always wanted to be at, that's one thing. But to see what, you know, Kim Mulkey, again, she was winning championships. She was competing at the highest level already at Baylor. And for her to leave and go to LSU and, like you said, have have the experience that she had at Louisiana before is almost an unheard of thing. So it kind of shows you that it's just not as easy sometimes as just forking over a bunch of money. But for coaches like that, it's about where you're at and is it built for you to succeed. And I think she's already proven, Kim Mulkey, that is, that LSU is a place that she can win championships and win them quick, fast, and in a hurry. She's the first, Kim Mulkey, first women's basketball coach with a multi-million dollar contract. So she's making, you know, more than uh, one mil per year and, you know, an annual salary. So you would expect that those numbers will continue to rise just like they do with all sports. But for her to, to break through and, and uh, break ground to get the sport to, you know, a certain salary and, uh, and kind of open that door, it says a lot about not only the job that she's done, but the belief that LSU does have in her. Oh, yeah. And I think she's ever worth every bit of it. With all the people that's been coming through that school, especially, like it's to me it's worth having her uh, being able to be there and making it happen with just the, the NIL being at the perfect storm and the transfer portal. And like we talked about in the last segment, just being able to keep the great players because it's not like, oh, they're just looking and itching to get to the next level immediately quick, fast right now. I, they they have a setup to where they there's reasons to stay in college and reasons to be a player in that university and to be able to make a lot of money doing it. So she's just got a great setup to, and I don't blame her at all. That seems like a, a deal that where she could be successful for many 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 years to come. So what's the schedule like today? Then we uh, we know that Arkansas women's basketball is coming up a little bit later, but some of the other teams that have already gone and and uh, coming up later today. Yeah, so essentially you had quite a few of the teams that went this morning are of interest, and in, you know, not to say uh, that there's like one that's more popular than the other, but you had uh, Alabama start off the day as well as Mississippi State, and you had Vanderbilt, uh, Tennessee, which I know is always a big deal with their program and their history and the success that, success that they've had. Uh, you had Ole Miss, who's picked very highly in this year's order of finish, and Florida is kind of going right now, and then Missouri will hear be here shortly, but. When it gets really wild, of course, you know, is when uh, South Carolina and Don Staley come up, and that will be in the 2 o'clock hour. And then right after that will be uh, the Kentucky players as well as the Kentucky coach. Then you have Arkansas uh, with Mike Neighbors and, and his players. And then right after that you get LSU and Kim Mulkey, which will be a, a huge deal too. So the afternoon is really where it's going to be so many people trying to get in there and see all about what LSU is about, what Arkansas is about, but also South Carolina and Arkansas is kind of sandwiched in between them. So it's going to be interesting to see uh, not only the uh, the attendance and, and the questions that get asked, but also the excitement surrounding the afternoon with some of these big-time coaches and players being there. We have some messages, uh, messages on uh, Southern Structural Solutions text line. One says, is John washing dishes? Because uh, we can hear the dishes in the background. It sounds like, you know, people are eating. But, yeah, they were saying, are you washing dishes? Yeah, I had to make a choice because yesterday when I was on the show, I was there in the main room, as you know, and this is when Bruce Pearl was talking. And it wasn't a big deal, but it was kind of like, okay, well, 
I don't know if I want to be in there for that because you know I don't want to be a distraction and being there in my little corner talking it up. So I was like, I'll move out here into their little media uh, area, and there's a lot of people that just got done with lunch here and just hanging out and eating. So I was like, okay, well, I'll just go out here. It's pretty loud and everything, but I guess uh, it's loud enough to where people are getting the dishes that <laughs> are having up. But, yeah, it's pretty much what it was is that they were just done with lunch. Another comment says, what are you guys' thoughts on Devo being second team All-SEC, and what do you think it's going to take for Brazil and Devo to carry this team to a national championship or just deep in the tournament? Oh, man. You know, I, I had that conversation with the guys on the zone just about, of course, the expectations. But Devo being second team, I think that's fair. I, I don't think that he needs, you know, if he wasn't first team, then it was some sort of slight because there's a lot of great players and a lot of talent in this conference. But Devo being second team just shows the respect, I think, that the media have for him. And we know that with the way that college basketball is right now, transfers coming in, you don't really know what to expect. Sometimes they come from smaller schools or in different things and they still end up being successful but there's just an uncertainty but i think joe we know that with devo you know what you're getting and we know what we've seen enough and he's gotten better each and every year and i think that if he's developed his three-point shot like we've been hearing and what we've been seeing we got to see it on the court and got to see it in real games but if he just keeps developing that and has a, a true legitimate threat from there i don't see any reason why he can't be even better than all SEC, and maybe even get that step to where they take Arkansas to another level in the tournament. So what were some of the highlights? Uh, We've heard a little from Devo and Trevin Brazil, and we're going to hear more throughout the day, but uh, Coach Muss, what did he have to say yesterday? Yeah, Muss is just excited to to get the season going. Uh, I think he's at this point now where he's done playing in practices and, he, and he's done being the guy that you know has the red-white game. But they want to go up against real competition. And I think Muss's excitement level to get the season going is warranted, but also because he wants to see what this team's about. He wants to see if they are going to be as good as what they're hoping, as what they're seeing, how does what they're doing in practices translate into the games themselves. That's what he wants. And I think that not only against UT Tyler tomorrow – We'll get to see a little bit of that. But when you got Purdue coming to town, which we know is a huge game, and uh, I think Muss even undersold it. He's like, yeah, I think there's going to be at least 15,000 people. And I was like, Coach, I think there's going to be 19,000 people there. You know, the bye week and uh, people excited for basketball. I think there'll be even more. But I think he's just really looking forward to the game tomorrow, but the game on against Purdue just to say, hey, what's this team looking like? Like, where do we stack up? We are the 14th team in the country preseason. Do we actually look like it? What are we going to have to work on? And how does this team handle the moment? Because even though it's a game that doesn't count, Joe, we know that it's a game that people are going to be watching and wanting to see Arkansas win. How will they stack up? How will they handle the moment? How will they handle the atmosphere? It's a great early test to measure this, where this team is at. And I think Muss understands that and is excited about it and wants it to get going right now. It's just good competition on both sides for Arkansas and Purdue. And it's better to undersell it than to oversell it. So... That, that's always a good thing to, you know, kind of lessen those expectations and then maybe exceed them as opposed to having them so high and then underperforming. So that's always a good oh, thing. Yeah. Let's go to the phones and talk to Stan. What's up, Stan? John, my man. <laughs> What's up, Stan? How you doing, John? Doing good, Stan. Freaking joke. What's going on, Stan? Man, don't y'all start that again in here. Don't y'all do that. What's that? What's hey, that, Stan? Don't y'all get the people. Don't y'all get everybody hopes up like that. And I told y'all that's not going to happen, man. <laughs> they got a good team. But? They got a good team. But? but. A race, the basketball team, they got a, they're going to have a good team. Can you hear me, free? Oh, yeah. Yeah, but? But they're not going to win no national championship. Up. Muspin is a great coach. I don't take away from him. He's a, he a good coach. They're not going to win on that. Musselman not going to win on that. Hey, man, y'all look at me funny all y'all want to, man. Musselman is not going to win on that championship. <laughs> not, only person going to win that championship. Northern Richard, only one going to win a national championship up there in Fayetteville. And they might as well go and put the statue up there. They've been waiting for 30 years. I don't know what they're waiting on. They're they not going to win on that championship. Y'all have a good evening, man. I see Stan. Stan getting in with the points that uh, Stan likes to make. Yeah. And, and he, he sticks to it. time of year, Joe. Yeah, he gets that time of year, and Stan comes in. And, you know, I love Stan and everything. But listen, they, it, to win a national championship, no matter what, is difficult, no matter the sport. But, man, basketball, it, it, it's winner go home, NCAA tournament. We love it. It's, it's a great time of year. But 
there's a reason why most of the teams that have the best regular season or maybe the best overall team don't end up winning it because it's a crapshoot. I don't think, you know, there's people that may have predicted it, but who would have thought UConn did what they did last year? As a, what were they, a four seed, five seed? And they rolled through the tournament. So you just never know. It's so difficult to predict no matter what. But who knows? Maybe it'll happen. Maybe Arkansas can be a UConn at some point in time. Sometimes you can see it, see it as the season starts and as the season's going. So early in the season, we saw that with UConn. We saw that there were flashes there. And then they were kind of forgotten about because there was some drop-off during the season where they lost uh, a number of games where it was like five of six games or so. And they were kind of forgotten about and pushed off the radar. But then we mm-hmm. saw that that team came together at the end, like we saw at the beginning of the season, and they looked unstoppable. They looked unbeatable. So you see that happen quite a bit where you can tell who some of the best teams are, not necessarily now because it's preseason and it's all based on predictions, but once they get started playing, you can kind of see it line up where certain teams will be there and and be – be relevant towards the end and have a chance in winning. Well, yeah, because if you think about, like, last year with UConn and knowing the talent that they had, I think it was it, uh, it, I think it was the early part of the year uh, where uh, their head coach, his name just escaped me, but um, he, was, uh, he was saying basically, hey, get your licks in now. You Danny know, Hurley. When they were losing some games. Yeah, Dan Hurley, thank you. He's like, get your licks in now. He's like, because when we get it going, we're going to get going. People kept referencing that because I think he knew. I think most people knew how talented they were, but sometimes – Games happen, losses happen, and you get to the point to where you put it together. I was even talking with Curtis Wilkerson of Hawk Sports for a little bit, Joe, about the SEC last year. And, you know, A&M finished second. They went 15-3, and just an incredible, incredible SEC year. But what people don't remember is that they lost seven non-conference games. And it was almost weird where it's like, oh, okay, so what happened? And the same thing with Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt ended up going 11-7 and in conference last year, but they lost eight non-conference games. So everyone's like, what is it? So sometimes it's just about getting it at the right time, having your team playing their best basketball at the right time. And, you know, that, that it's when you can play it there in March Madness and in the NCAA tournament. And that's when you want to be doing it, but it's easier said than done. So it's just amazing sometimes how schedules and things end up going that way and how funny it is to see it all play out and looking back on it, it's like, how did that happen? Well, it happened because it's sports and sometimes you just change some things, you develop and you get better and you figure it out as the year goes on. And then speaking of uh, preseason predictions, it's kind of, it's based on what happened last season, especially at the end of last season. And we see that quite a bit. There are expectations for Texas A&M basketball simply because we saw what they did towards the end and, uh, and now they come in with high expectations this year. But even if you look at the NFL, when you look at the Jags and the Lions, people were high on them coming into this season based on what they did to end last season. And then look at them so far. They, they mm-hmm. both are performing well throughout this season. So sometimes it goes that way. Other times it doesn't necessarily go that way. But uh, sometimes you're able to project that and, and see that a team is lining up to – do some good things for the new up-and-coming season. In those cases, with the Jags and Lions, they both are performing well so far. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I love how uh, people will reference preseason predictions or you know what the media said and everything. And I'm not saying that they get it right all the time because most of the time they don't. But there are reasons why they go with that. There are reasons that they go with certain teams in certain places because of talent, because of the way it ended last year. Like there's method to the madness, but you know each and every year is different. The players are different. The teams are different. Sometimes coaches are different, and you just never really know what to expect. But again, that's what makes it so much fun is the uncertainty. And if you're wrong, you'll be like, ah, it's not that big of a deal. But if you're right about preseason, then you're going to crow about it. See, actually, I tried to tell everybody so. It is a Trash Talk Thursday here on Out of Bounds. If you want to get in, you can call 501-661-1037. Southern Structural Solutions text line, same number, 501-661-1037. Asher Record Life and Feedback. We're going to come back after the break with more of Out of Bounds, and we're going to look into what's trending in the world of sports, brought to you by West Rock Coffee. Stay tuned. Rock and Roll Piano Bar open every Tuesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Cold drinks and dueling pianos, deep nightclub downstairs hosts karaoke on Tuesdays, and DJ spin on Friday and Saturday nights. Visit WillieD'sPianoBar.com. This is the Pigskin Preacher, bringing you the word. 
Frank Broyles always had an eye for talent, which was on display when he recruited a terrific running back from Brinkley named Jerry Eckwood, who went on to become a first-team All-Southwest Conference performer with an amazing 7.6 yards per carry. He was a key performer also for the formerly hapless Tampa Bay Buccaneers, leading them to the 1979 NFC Championship game. Eckwood remains a hog and buccaneer legend. Eckwood has been going through some health problems lately, so all of you out there in Razorback Nation say a prayer for this good man. Stop by today at Doublebee's for some delicious Chester's Chicken, Big Rock Pizza, or an amazing breakfast sandwich. Or, if you're like me, a State Fair quality corn dog. I hear one calling my name now. Doublebee's. It's where you gas it, grab it, and go. That's Doublebee's. Hey folks, Trey Johnson here with HJ Trailer Sales in Hot Springs. And I want to thank all our customers for making HJ Trailer Sales the number one trailer and truck bed dealer in the state of Arkansas. With fall almost here and everyone heading to the woods, I want to let you know that we're here to keep your trailers on the road with a great repair shop. So come see us at HJ Trailer Sales where we make you the priority and where you will also find that we keep our word. We're family owned and operated. Check us out at HJTrailerSales.com or on Facebook. Roger Scott, I'm going to talk to you about Sigma Supply packaging products and how they think outside the box. Sigma Supply, they're problem solvers. Now, they've been helping business owners for years with their waste audit analysis program. They're going to come in, they're going to analyze your packaging and shipping, and see if automation is what you need to cut costs. Call or text sales manager David Breitenberg with Sigma Supply, and you can schedule your waste audit analysis. Here's the number, 501-617-4600. Sigma Supply packaging products. If you're not using Sigma Supply, you got low-grade product, man. RJ Hawk here with Chris Roberts from Southern Bank, and Chris, I know interest rates are high right now. That's what everybody's talking about. But if you're thinking about a project, whether it be a commercial project or you want to build a house, now's the time to come talk to you about what those future plans may look like. You know, RJ, no matter what the business environment may be, we're always there to sit down with our customers and talk about their future plans and what's going on with their businesses. And that's one thing about Southern Bank is they're a community bank. They want to be your partner. Partnering with our customers is a key to how we do business. And Chris, you know, we talk about those interest rates being high. But the one good news out of that is deposit rates. We have some great CD and checking account rates. Just give us a call and see what one of our personal bankers can do for you. If you want more information about interest rates or those deposit rates that we just talked about, call Chris and his team today at 501-424-0900 or go online at bankwithsouthern.com. Southern Bank, member FDIC, equal housing lender. Where can you find 16 cold beers on tap, the largest Irish whiskey selection in town, weekday happy hour, as well as college, pro, and even World Cup football games all on big screen TVs? Oh, and let's not forget the great food, great drinks, daily lunch specials, music on the weekends, and a private party room available with reservation. Well, of course it's Dugan's Pub, your favorite Irish pub in Little Rock since 2010. Dugan's Pub, downtown 3rd and Rock Street. Dugan's Pub, L. Mud Connections presents the Hogwild pregame show with David Basil and Trey Schatt before each Arkansas Razorback football game four hours before kickoff. Hogwild pregame show is brought to you in part by Rainwater Holton Sexton, Bud Light, and the Holiday Inn Express and Suites off Weddington and Fayetteville. Same great deals, all new location for Hogs Meat Market in North Little Rock at 3901 JFK Boulevard. Call them today at 501-758-7700 for all their specials at Hogs Meat Market. The Steak People. You're listening to Out of Bounds with John Neighbors and Joe Franklin. Y'all better put him in the Heisman. You better put him up there. I'm tired of him being number three, number four. We got that wood right here, baby. Somebody better look at this guy. He's the best football player in the country, and his name's not being mentioned. Lou Holtz, Mark May, number five. You better look at him a little closer. He's a football player. On 103.7 The Buzz.
If you're shopping for a vehicle, you want to get to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney has best deals in the market. Been doing it 60 plus years. Give them a call. 501-982-2102. No payments for the rest of the year at Guadney Chevrolet. Also, great deals on Silverado's. 0% is with approved credit. So, you do have to get the credit approved, but you can get as much as 0% financing on 2023 Silverado's. 2.9% is available on 2024 Equinox. And take advantage now of trading in a phone and getting some down payment allowance. If you trade in a current cell phone, it's $500. A flip phone, $550. Brick phone, $600. And a bag phone is $700. And down payment allowance. Make the trip to the Gregory Street exit in Jacksonville. Shop them online, GuadneyChevrolet.com. You can see all the deals, the cash allowances, the rebates, even appraise a vehicle. See just how much it's worth. They're giving thousands over book value, whether you trade that vehicle in or you sell it to Guadney Chevrolet. Guadney is always actively buying vehicles, so you get a great deal on the vehicle that you trade in or sell. See the entire inventory of new and pre-owned vehicles on GuadneyChevrolet.com and get that service scheduled today. They have convenient service hours throughout the week, also Saturday, 7 a.m. until noon, in case you can't make it throughout the week. It's Guadney Chevrolet, Arkansas's number one Chevy dealer, Guadney Chevrolet, GuadneyChevrolet.com. Coverage of SEC Media Days is presented by First Security Bank. Bank better at First Security. It's out of bounds from the Hogsmeade Market Studio and also SEC Media Days, SEC Basketball Media Days in Birmingham where we've been discussing what happened yesterday with men's basketball but also what's going to happen today with women's basketball. Right now we're going to take a look into what's trending in the world of sports. What's Trending in Sports is brought to you by Arkansas's own West Rock Coffee. Join West Rock Coffee, the Razorbacks, and their 1.5 million farmers around the globe. It's fall, so now it's time for your team to stock up on coffee, tea, and water delivered directly to your business. Contact them at westrockcoffee.com or 833-886-JAVA today. The NCAA is investigating Michigan for allegations of sign stealing. Now, uh, Michigan is currently number two, and Coach Jim Harbaugh was suspended the first three games of the season, and that was self-imposed by Michigan. Michigan is said to be cooperating with the NCAA and with the Big Ten to get this issue resolved. The Big Ten Conference, they released a statement saying, Big Ten Conference considers the integrity of competition to be the utmost importance and will continue to monitor the investigation. Now, the NCAA does not have specific rules against sign stealing, but they do prohibit in-person advanced scouting of opponents and also has bylaws prohibiting unsportsmanlike activities. And one of those is stated as off-campus in-person scouting of future opponents within that same season is prohibited. See, am I the only one, Joe, that feels like this is not something that should be considered illegal? Like, I mean, I understand that you have rules, and if it's against the rules, then you got to do what you got to do. But what am I the only one that thinks what's wrong with having advanced scouting? What's wrong with having someone checking out signs and then deal? I, I see this as a big nothing burger, and I really don't care about Michigan or care about. Jim Harbaugh or anything, but when I saw this report, and I don't know if it's maybe a, I think some Michigan fans are feeling like that's just a, a witch hunt for him at this point, but I don't know. I just saw that. I was like, I don't feel like that's that big of a deal, really, but it, I don't know. Maybe I'm alone in that. It is a, a big deal. Not a, a huge deal, but it is something that kind of is self-explanatory, and everybody should know that you can't just show up at the opponent's place where they're practicing and film them or try to do something in person like that. Think about the Patriots and the scandal that was there. Now, there's film everywhere. You can watch as much Mm -hmm. film as you want to on the the upcoming and future opponents, but you just can't show up at their place and actively scout what they have going on. Now, Pete Carroll, when he was at USC, was famously said, you know, that, okay, they can show up and – I'll even invite them in, and they can take part in practice. They can listen in. They can watch all they want to, but they still have to be able to stop it. That is one way to think about it and have that philosophy, but 
we know that that was more Pete Carroll just being confident in what USC could do, and he wasn't worried about it. But that is a problem. Okay, I guess maybe I read it wrong. Because was it was somebody going there to their practices, or was it just going to their games? Yeah, and that's doing the yeah, that's that's what it is. It's like doing in person okay. scouting. So yeah, that and okay. and okay. Uh, Lorenzo Robinson Zoe says yeah, that's a huge, that's a big deal. Oh, I, I well, my understanding is, and again, I, I just read it for a little bit. I thought it was just somebody that was actually just going to the games and then scouting them that way. Which, if you're going to a practice, a close practice, or, or some sort of practice like that, then I can kind of get it. But I don't know. I, I just feel like it's some reason why so many people and so many teams change up their signs and change up the way that they do it to make sure that those things don't happen. I'm not saying it's not a big deal in the way there shouldn't be any punishment, but saying like it's it's boy something that's just all horrible and such a bad integrity towards the game itself. I just don't see it that way, I guess. But we'll see. Maybe more of the investigation, more of the stuff will come out. Brown's offensive coordinator, Alex Van Pelt. Now, we heard from quarterback Deshaun Watson yesterday saying that he's taking a day-to-day on the uh, rotator cuff strain that he has in his right throwing shoulder. But Alex Van Pelt said that they expect Deshaun Watson to throw in practice. He's going to return to practice, and he's going to be making throws. So that is a bit of an update as far as what Deshaun Watson said yesterday and now what offensive coordinator Alex Van Pelt is saying that he is they're going to be able to monitor him a little bit closer because he actually is going to throw in practice. You know, the thing about with uh, Deshaun Watson and, and him coming back and, you know, of course, Cleveland taking care of business and having that big win this past week, I just wonder what type of momentum or what type of confidence, which I'm not saying you're in the NFL, you're going to have confidence, but, man, that's got to be a great situation to come back to if you're Deshaun where everyone's flying high, coming off of that win, and you get to step in and hopefully uh, help the offense out. So it's a good situation to come back for if, uh, if that ends up being the case. Bubba Watson commenting about live players and playing in majors, and it looks like with the agreement of PGA and live, you know, they're still trying to work out some details, but looks like they are going to go by the money list and try to get players eligible for majors. And then that way, it's not just about the world golf rankings. It's about the money list that they incorporate to be able to get live players to play in some of these majors. And Bubba Watson says that's how they should get in the majors. I've been saying that forever. Forget points. <laughs> just go straight off the money list. Try to get 10 to 15 in and trying to get more people, more more so than 15 also, if uh, if you want to continue to get deeper into that list. But he said it, it should have to do with the money that's won on tours and not just about world golf rankings. Well, we have uh, Hour 2 coming up on Out of Bounds. Connor O'Gara is going to be on the other side. So we're going to take a break. We're going to come back on the other side. Hour 2, John Neighbors in Birmingham, SEC Basketball Media Days, Joe Franklin in the Hogsmeade Market Studio. Stay tuned. It's Randy Rainwater. Join me for the Sonic Blast this Friday in Quitman when the Bulldogs take on the Perryville Mustangs. Brought to you by Sonic Drive-In and 103.7 The Buzz. Justin Anchor reminding you that Serta Pro Painters is here to help you as we transition from summer into fall. And if you're thinking about doing something to the outside of your home, maybe it's long overdue. Serta Pro Painters is here to help. 